It is November 24th, 2022, and if you are in the United States of America, today is Thanksgiving Day. And no, I am not doing the podcast while eating turkey, but I did pre-record this specifically for the Black Friday weekend. This is the Black Friday Blitz for Talk Commerce, the biggest weekend in the history of Talk Commerce. Tomorrow, Black Friday, we have Megan Blissick. She is with Signified, and she has some great holiday reporting and some predictions that we recorded earlier. And we're going to find out, or you're going to find out, how well Megan did in her predictions for holiday traffic. And just to give you an idea of the superstars of e-commerce that are coming up for the rest of the weekend, we have Gaurav Bald on Saturday, Yash Chavin on Sunday, Rohan Khan on Cyber Monday, and Andrew Barber with Space48 talking about big commerce on Tuesday. And to make it even better, we have even more episodes coming out the following week. It is going to be just nuts. You are going to love this. And why is this going to be so much fun? Because no two shoppers view a website in the same way. So why are searches always happening the same way? Put in some text and hopefully you get out the right results. In today's interview with Gina Utner of Sight, we discuss Sight's product discovery platform and how it empowers your shoppers to instantly find fashion, jewelry, home decor, items that they'll adore with inspiring visual search journeys that drive conversations and build long-term value for your clients. This is a great episode. This is super informative. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Enjoy the episode. Have you been enjoying your free jokes on these podcasts? Well, let me just tell you that the jokes aren't free. They take time and effort to come up with them. Please go to wherever you download your podcasts, such as Apple Podcasts, and rate and review this episode. It will help so much to increase the awareness of talk commerce. Again, wherever you download your podcast, please rate and review it. Thank you. Talk commerce is sponsored by Haifa, or as the Europeans say, Hufa, or the right way to say it. Hufa is rapidly becoming the biggest Magento front end after Luma. For those who don't know it, Luma is the basic theme that comes with Magento, and it is giantly slow. If you're looking for a template-based front-end with the fastest loading times in the e-commerce industry while saving costs on development time and hosting infrastructure, Hufa is your best option. Everybody loves a fast site, including Google. Improve your Google ranking and conversion rates and make your customers happy. Learn more at hyva.io. That's hyva.io. My name is Brent Peterson, and I'm your host. Please remember to subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. And now, Talk Commerce. Welcome to this episode of Talk Commerce. Today I have Gina Utner. Gina, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us your day-to-day role. Make sure I pronounced your last name and one of your passions (laughs) in life. So my name is Gina Yuta. I actually recently got married, so I'm actually now Gina Khan with my professional things. Everything's just already in Yuta, so it's kept that way. So yes, I'm a partnership manager, and so I've been there for about a year and a half. My day-to-day is really working with 
all types of different companies, people, agencies to partner together to help their client portfolio optimize not only the customer online experience, but also their... And then in terms of a passion of mine, I really love working out in the morning. I love feeling healthy. So I always start off my day by waking up my body and getting my creative juices flowing. So I don't just work my brain, but I work <laughs> the other parts as well. So yeah, that's, I would say that's a passion. Thanks for that. And you're calling in from Tel Aviv? Yeah, my accent is from South Africa because I'm originally from there. But our main office is in Tel Aviv. So that's where I'm currently based. Good. And on my bucket list is the Tel Aviv Marathon. So someday... Maybe I'll do it. And we have some should... time. It's in go. February, I think. February. Let's talk a little bit about site and some of the things that it does for customers. And visual discovery is, I think, the key word there. Explain what that means and how visual discovery is important in customer experience. Sure. So site, what we love to call ourselves is this product discovery platform. And we leverage visual AI. Uh, we do this to create seamless and intuitive customer experiences. And basically what that means is everything that we do is powered through visually driven shopping experiences. So site, we have all these different tools and solutions that speak to all these different types of shoppers that you would meet on your website. And we also meet them along the different touch points that a shopper can have in their journey on your website. So our solution includes things like camera search, automated deep tagging of the product catalog, visual search, product recommendations, and personalization. And so how visual discovery speaks to optimizing that customer experience is because it's about how customers find products online when they're searching for products. And no two shoppers will shop the same, right? There's no such thing as a one-size-fits-all. So every person has their own way and how they go about looking for products, whether someone is a really high-intent shopper who knows exactly what they're looking for when they come onto your website compared to a shopper who loves to browse online and could spend hours doing online shopping. And the aim of site visual discovery solutions is to make each of these experiences as intuitive and seamless for the shopper as possible to help these retailers show the most relevant product recommendations to their customers, but also to help them increase conversions. Okay, explain if I had a t-shirt or I'm looking for a Hawaiian shirt, you would tag that in a certain way. Give us an idea of how that actually works in visual discovery and how that would be, how the customer, the end user would see it. So there are many different ways in which site can implement its solution online. So as I'll take the camera search as an example. So say for instance, you have this Hawaiian shirt or you have a friend that's wearing this Hawaiian shirt that you absolutely love. And you want to shop for something similar. So what you can do is take a photo of that shirt on your phone camera. You can then upload that shirt to a retailer's website that is using site. And we'll show you all visually similar items that exist in the product catalog. How our technology is doing that is it's doing vector-to-vector comparison. So it's looking at that Hawaiian shirt. It's looking at the sleeve length is looking at the color, at the pattern, at the style, and it will then show all the visually similar items that exist in the product catalog. So that's just one example. Can you get some feedback on your searches that those 
say the pattern is something that a lot of people are looking at or from a customer experience standpoint, how do you know they're having a good experience? We can see with engagements in terms of, we measure metrics in terms of average order value, uplift, conversion rate, lifetime value even. And we can see all of those different metrics and how customers are engaging with a solution such as site versus not using site. So we definitely have feedback and these reports that we are giving to retailers to show them the difference in terms of customers that engage with site versus customers that don't. So it really comes back to measure, make sure. Oh, of course. We measure. 100%. So we are data driven. Everything we do is focused around data. We're always looking to see how we engaging with customers and how the results are actually performing for the retailers. And does this help then if, say, a merchant wants to mimic their in-store experience for the user online? Does this whole process help in that, that translation of the in-store experience to an online experience? Yeah, for sure. I think when you're in, when you're in store, you're shopping with your eyes. Not only that, you can have a sales system that's there helping with you have that human connection. You have that real life engagement. And say, for example, Brent, when you're in store and let's say you're shopping for a pair of pants and the store assistant asks you questions. Well, okay. What type of style are you looking for or what fabric or what cut, etc.? And they know what you're looking for. They can actually give you the proper recommendations that would be relevant to you. It's very difficult to do that online. Retailers, they don't know what your intent is when you're coming online. So with visual discovery, we're trying to imitate that experience that you would have in store online. And the way we do that is because all of our images are tagged. If you're looking at... A shirt, as I mentioned before, it's not just a black shirt. It could be long sleeve. It could be buttoned down. It could have a pocket square. It could be cotton. So there are many different reasons as to why you might be interested in that shirt. So as you go through your process of clicking on these different items, we're actually personalizing that experience for you by providing relevant or complementary product recommendations that would actually help you have the most relevant shopping experience online. So it sounds like this is going to make me look better. (laughs) (laughs) Make me dress better. (laughs) I hope so. So we have talked about machine learning. Tell us a little bit about how the visual part of this and the AI part of this is impacting how customers search and how the results that, that come back to customers by using AI. So I guess that today when you're online and you're shopping, it can be very difficult to actually find the most relevant and accurate results. Um, there could be thousands and thousands of products in the catalog and the filters might not be robust enough for you to search what you're looking for or you don't have the time to go through all the different items that exist in the product catalog. And what visual AI allows you to do is shop through visual cues. It allows you to shop based on looking at things or, you know, based on a certain style that you'd like. So in terms of what we're actually showing the customer, it really allows them to guide them through the process of what they're looking for and what might actually interest them. And it's all about that customer experience. It's all about, can the retailer really understand what the customer is looking for? And it's really about building that loyalty um, and that relationship that you have with your customer to really make it seem as personalized as possible. I suppose that lifts the lifetime value for the customer over time with the merchant? Yeah, so 
there's always there's a metaphor that I actually love to use about the retailer customer relationship. And it's almost like comparing it to a relationship in our everyday lives. Whenever you meet a person for the first time, regardless of whether it's a new colleague or a friend or a significant other, that first impression that you have with them is super important, right? That first five minutes, you're really trying to understand, can I connect with this person? Can I trust this person? Does this person actually really get me? And I think that if brands took that same approach with their customers online, they would actually create a lot more loyalty. And I guess a way in how we're doing this is by assisting them to provide that best shopping experience for the customer, really providing with a product discovery experience that makes them feel understood so that it will actually make them come back again and again. So just to give you some numbers, we're measuring the lifetime value, as I mentioned before, and we can actually see that brands that are using Sight are actually experiencing a 19% higher lifetime value and a 12% higher retention for customers that are actually engaging with visual discovery tools. And these visual discovery tools can be providing customers easier ways to search for products, like with a camera upload or showing accurate text search results or ensuring that customers never reach a dead end and continuously inspiring them with alternative options, for example, if they see that something's out of stock in their size. So this is really about, you know, how trust is built in the relationship and really does affect, as I mentioned before, the lifetime value. How does it work from the machine side, the machine learning side, when they get presented with something that they just hate? Is there a way for feedback to come back to the machine learning to to give those best results? Yeah, I think we would see, for example, if we do provide recommendations and then none of those recommendations are clicked on, we could definitely look at it and see, was this not something that the customer liked? It's objective. Everyone has a very objective point of view of what they like and what they don't like. And the reason we actually use visual discovery or, for example, shop similar and show them visually similar items is because they've already clicked on something that they like. That's why if we do show visually similar items, we're assuming that's what they like and we would want to show them more options that look similar. From the catalog standpoint, as a merchant, you must have to tag each of the items or start identifying items that that would help the visual part of it. How, How does that work? So our visual discovery solution can be used in two parts. The first part is how we like to say the front end, which is all the visual discovery, right? So customers searching through visual aids, visual cues, uploading images, shopping similar, etc. And then we have more of the back end solution, which is the deep tagging of the product catalog. Now the deep tagging of the product catalog has many benefits, such as automating that process and then actually providing in-depth insights into the actual tags that you can place on the images. So basically how that works is our technology can scan every SKU and then we associate attributes to those items. So this is metadata that's really enhanced with visual attributes and details, synonyms and category information. So these are the tags that if it's done through the deep tagging side, those tags can be given to the retailer. But in terms of visual, that's just something that the customer will see. Right. So the back-end tagging would be, would part of that be through the machine learning that helps it to understand this is a short sleeve Hawaiian shirt. It might have a pattern of some sort. The back-end side would tag that with those items? That's correct. We've basically trained the technology to see like a human seat. For example, if it's looking at a chair, it will be able to see that it has wooden legs, 
that it has a white frame, that it has a cushion, and that cushion is grey. It will then associate those tags to the item itself. So you've mentioned chair, and so yes. I'm assuming then that this works for other verticals besides just fashion, right? Yes, that's correct. So Sites Technology is focused on three main verticals. So we have the fashion and apparel, we have the furniture, home decor, DIY, and we have jewelry. The reason we focused on those few verticals is very much because customers are shopping through what things look like. They're shopping based on the aesthetic of things. That's why our technology is able to do, for example, shop similar and show you similarly aesthetically pleasing items, whether it's in any of those categories. And do you see a benefit for that in broadening the scope of what the verticals that you would look at? Do you see other areas that you could move into that would help customers in that same regard? Yeah, we do have a lot of requests, like, for example, moving into the beauty space. It's definitely something we're looking into. DIY is a newish category for us. So we definitely see the benefits in customers looking for things based on what they look like. So that those are you know, two that one we're developing and one we're potentially looking into. When you look at the planning part of your inventory, the AI section would help you to plan future inventory items because you'd know that customers are ordering this and that. How does that work? Product tagging is the backbone of the e-commerce. Having accurate, consistent, as well as updated product tags can be really helpful in the visibility of the SKUs that you have, which is crucial both not just for the user-facing customer experiences, but also for back-end operations. And when you tag the product catalog, you are putting this exhaustive metadata behind it, automatically enhancing it with visual attributes and details and synonyms and category information. So this can really lead to an in-depth visibility of stock levels that you have and can actually help you manage the inventory in a really strategic way. I would say over and above that, you can also use these AI-based tools to really provide actionable insights on important areas of what you can do with the stock, right? What should you be promoting during sales times and discount or discounts or other promotions? And then you can also see like what's not moving off your shelves and then be able to manage accordingly. Yeah, I think right now the trend with the big retailers is that they have a lot of inventory yeah. because they overstocked because of COVID. Exactly. I would imagine this could help you with if you have excess inventory, if you have a lot of items that you'd like to move, you could strategically suggest some of those items to customers as well? Yeah, for sure. So within our console, we have a management tool that allows you to put merchandising rules and ranking strategies in place. So you could definitely be pushing products that you overstocked, for example, during COVID to really help you manage that inventory system, but at the same time also help in the future to prevent dead stock and as well as minimize those inventory costs. And obviously then Black Friday, Cyber Monday, this is the perfect solution that would work towards that. Tell us a little bit about how you could help drive some of those sales as you go into the Black Friday season. Yeah, for sure. Um, are you familiar today, Brent, with how product catalogs are tagged? Uh, means through attributes and things like that? Yeah, as in like the current process today is pretty manual. At the moment, mm -hmm. it's something that a team needs to do, so they need to sit and tag all these different products and provide different attributes and associate all those attributes. And it's just a process that can be extremely 
time consuming. It's quite expensive. It's not scalable, especially if you have a product catalog that needs to be updated on a weekly or monthly basis. And it's not very standardized because I might call something a shirt and you might call it something a blouse, right? So what this leads to is just a lack of in-depth visibility of stock levels and mismanagement of inventory. If you have a solution that can automate that and do the deep tagging of a product catalog, it can really help you focus your energy on other areas, but then also get that in-depth analysis in terms of where retailers can be focusing their sales and focusing their discounts and promotions. I like what you said about scalable. I think that it, it is often overlooked and speaking particularly about attributes, we work in the PIM world and we also work in the e-commerce world and we've seen clients who say have 400 attributes and they've had maybe 80 of those attributes are what we call Varchar or open text attributes that are impossible to index because they are just text fields. They would show up in a search, but it makes it very difficult to manage that, especially when you get thousands or even millions of SKUs. Maybe talk about some of the benefits of using machine learning, but but even having some of that automated tagging that helps the merchant in that scalability when they start having larger catalogs. Yes, yeah, so that's one of the biggest challenges that retailers have with those broader catalogs is the actual process of tagging. The problem is that when you don't tag correctly, it can lead to really poor metadata that exists on your website. And when there's poor metadata on the website, that means that the search results will not be accurate, so you're actually providing a really poor customer experience. It will lead to less than satisfactory SEO from SEO search results. So really automating that is a real game changer for retailers when they do have millions of product SKUs that need to be tagged. But at the same time, because we're tagging on such a deep or robust level, we're providing those tags to retailers. And they can actually then use that for in-depth merchandising analysis. They can automate product curation. They can make automatic catalog data alignment. So really allowing merchandisers to be strategic by automating those manual processes. And all this can start from a photo. Yeah, so this can all start from a photo and from this visual AI algorithm that we've taught to analyze the image and almost convert it into words. Right there would help a client or a merchant who has thousands and thousands of SKUs to not have to manually do all that work in the back end. And traditionally, that's what we've always seen, is that you have to manually input all of those different attribute values and for the listeners, if they're familiar with the drop-down versus the text value, the drop-down is where you really target that specific tag for that item, and that tag is then used in indexing. So it sounds like, correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like Site can help do that more automated tagging in the back end so that you can use all that data later on for other applications even for your PIM, is that right? Yeah, exactly. You can also use the tags that we provide you to enhance the filters, for example, that sit on the PLP or the results page. For example, a t-shirt can be as granular as V-neck or crew neck or low plunge, something like that. And you can really use those terms and those tags in many different forms. 
Yeah, and low plunge is something that I'm avoiding <laughs> altogether for all my holiday wares. So if you have any, let's just say going now into Black Friday, and we're actually getting closer into our busiest season, what sort of advice would you give a merchant as they're approaching this? Yeah, so what I would say is that the most important thing and what consumers are really expecting online, especially going forward now into Black Friday, Cyber Monday, would be to have a very personalized shopping experience for themselves. Basically, in essence, when a customer comes onto your website, they want to feel understood and they want to be like, okay, I want to see all the products that are applicable to me. So what I would say is that if a retailer can bring into their strategy or their customer experience strategy, a tool that can really try to understand the intent of why a customer is shopping, it will really elevate that customer experience. So that's what site's doing. We're understanding what is the intent of the shopper. And because we have that visual AI that's able to scan those thousands of images and we can see all those attributes, we really understand on a more granular level what is the reason why shoppers are looking at different products today? For example, if I'm shopping today, I might be shopping for myself, but next week I might be coming to shop for my sister's presence and she has a completely different style to me. So it's really about trying to understand what is that intent of that person in that session. And through the images that I'm clicking on and throughout my journey, you can understand, okay, this is what she's looking at. Let's try to find complementary items that she might be interested in today. So my journey would be very different to your journey, Brent. So really, I think providing the most relevant product recommendations that are dynamically updated for that customer in that session could really show, okay, that this retailer understands me. It will build that loyalty and it will also build that retention moving forward. Wow, we have a few minutes left, and at the end of the, at the end of the podcast, I give everybody an opportunity to do a shameless plug. So you could promote anything you want. And <laughs> what I should have done in the green room, I should have told you that I was going to ask this question, but I forgot. But anyway, so here you go. You can do a shameless plug about anything you want. So I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but what would you like to plug today? A shameless plug. Yeah, anything. What do you mean a shameless plug? Like you can promote anything you'd like. It doesn't have to be site. It could be your local charity or your school or whatever it is. Wow. I'm going to promote site <laughs> just because why not? And I have the floor. I really do think that especially with some of our retailers that we're working with, they're seeing, they're really seeing the value and they're seeing that this innovative solution can really assist them in not just providing a great customer experience, but seeing the results as well. I'll say on average, our customers are seeing an order value uplift of just under 10%. They're seeing conversion rate increases of 177%. So this visual discovery, I would say, is very much the way of the future. And we love working with retailers that love to be innovative and find those tools that will best suit their customers and enhance their customer experience. So yeah, I would say whoever's interested, I'd love to jump on a call, discuss, see if it's a good fit for you and see how we can help you in this peak season that's coming up. Great. And I'll put your contact information on the show notes. Gina Utner, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for taking some of your evening time to talk and I look forward to a very a very busy holiday season. Okay. Thank you so so much for having me. It was really great to be part of this podcast today, Brent. Thank you for making it to the end of this episode of Talk Commerce. 
please rate this episode wherever you download your podcasts. We are actively looking for people to participate in the free joke project. Go to talk-commerce.com and sign up for your free spot on the free joke project. If you are a business, I will do a 30-second elevator pitch in the spot to help promote your business. That's talk-commerce.com.